Hello and welcome to Egyptian Dream from the Planet Sport Football Africa team here in Cairo. I'm Tom Ellis. And I'm Liam Flint. And it's day 17 of the Africa Cup of Nations 2019. Yesterday I think was the hottest day so far, wasn't it Liam? Yeah, creeping up to 40 degrees I think it was. So even when the sun had gone down and it was completely dark, it was still mid-30s. So not ideal for us Brits, was it? Not ideal at all, but it's continuing to heat up here in Cairo. And I'll tell you what else is heating up. The action at AFCON is really heating up. We've been seeing upsets and we'll be bringing you reaction from the game yesterday as the hosts, Egypt, were knocked out by South Africa 1-0. All the reaction from that game coming up and we'll be hearing from some of the Egyptian fans. But first, to the first game of yesterday, which was the last 16 game between Cameroon and Nigeria which saw the Super Eagles beat the holders 3-2. This was probably one of the tastiest games in the tournament so far, wasn't it, Liam, between two top sides? I think it was the game that everyone was waiting for, a real heavyweight clash, five-goal thriller. I think everybody has been enjoying it so far, but it's been lukewarm, you know, 1-0, 2-0, some draws going to extra time. But this one really did hit home 3-2. Cameroon starting really strongly, 2-1 lead, and then, of course, Nigeria blitzing in that second half with comeback from Odia Nagalo and then Alex Iwobi as well. And Cameroon could not find a reply. So really entertaining game. So many defensive errors in that game, leading to many of the goals. But then ultimately, the quality shone through up front for Nigeria, who finally have managed to score some goals. So on to Egypt against South Africa at the Cairo International Stadium, which we attended, the winner of which would play Nigeria in the quarterfinals. A major shock with the hosts going out. Here's our reaction after the game. Egypt, the hosts, had just gone out of the Africa Cup of Nations 2019. We were there as the final whistle blew to a shocked and silent stadium. We've never heard it so quiet, have we, Liam? I can safely say I've never been in a stadium atmosphere like that. It was horrendous. You could see 75,000 fans in utter disbelief. When that ball hit the back of the net, you could actually hear the ripple of the net. There was zero decibels at that point. We were quite pleased for the neutral point of view. There was a pocket of South Africans going absolutely crazy. But what a win for Bafana Bafana. Amazing. Massive underdogs. Probably had the better of the game in truth, but I think the whole of Cairo and Egypt are just angry and shocked right now. It was Thembin Cozy Lorch with the winner after 85 minutes. A brilliant finish, but he's not started any match so far for South Africa. The South African Footballer of the Year really earned his place on the team sheet there tonight. Yeah, it was just a counterpunch, really. Really good team build-up. They were catching Egypt on the counter numerous times. And, of course, Egypt were pushing forward. The crowd pressure was growing and they just got caught out. Lovely team move, lovely finish, dinked over the keeper. And you have to say, not a shock result in terms of how they played, but the nation will be mourning tonight. Lots of Egyptians are not impressed. And it will be very interesting to see the fallout of this and see what the coach says. So it will be South Africa who go on to play Nigeria. The hosts and the holders are out. So as we mentioned there, Liam, a really quite awkward moment and surreal atmosphere in the Cairo International Stadium as the hosts went crashing out. I've never heard anything like it in my life from a, a sporting stadium. 75,000 people were there 
pretty much all of those, bar maybe 50, were Egyptian passionate fans. And when that goal went in, you could hear the ball hit the back of the net and then it was just, you could hear a pin drop. It was unreal. It was almost like a ghost town in there. Um, you could hear the South African players congratulating themselves and all the groans around the stadium. It was so unbelievably flat after that. Uh, and the next five minutes was just lots of anxiety, lumping the ball forward if you're Egypt. And yeah, it just completely took all of the air out of the stadium. And then again on the final whistle, that silence was heard again. And, and everyone just sort of stood kind of in, in disbelief. There was a couple of water bottles thrown at the Egyptian players as they went off. But largely, I think people respected the performance from South Africa and they got a great standing ovation and, and moment of applause as they went off down the tunnel as well. So a surreal atmosphere there at the Cairo International Stadium. We managed to speak to some of the Egyptian fans just outside the stadium after the game. Here's what they had to say. It was expected to, that Egypt would win the, the competition. But I think the, the coach and the assistant coach uh, reunited because yeah, he chose a, a wrong selection for the team, a wrong players, a wrong uh, same players, unuseful players. So that that is the result. Yeah. Okay, that's all. Uh, it was not very good, <laughs> but at least we we went to uh, the round 16 and uh, it was very good to be uh, here. I'm disappointed. Uh. <laughs> but uh, it's okay. Uh, so weak, actually, they are not concentra concentrating what they are doing. And I don't know, they don't deserve to win today. And actually, South Africa, they deserve to win. How annoyed and frustrated are you with their performance? Actually, I'm so frustrated. Uh, we, are, we, we came here to the stadium at uh, 1 p.m. to support the team, but this is football. I know from the second match that we are weak, we are weak performance, weak uh, manager. Aguirre is a Mexican coach, is very weak. But uh, I think it's a frustrating result uh, as, a, as, a, as a competition here in our land. And yesterday Morocco uh, went out also from the knockout stage. So it was, there are big surprises in this uh, tournament. And I wish Algeria all of the best uh, to reach the finals. So obviously the Egyptian fans not happy with their team's performance, but some of them seem to expect it after seeing their side not really perform in the group stages. And we've heard this morning that the Pharaoh's Mexican manager, Javier Aguirre, has been sacked, which isn't surprising really, considering they've gone out at the last 16 and were expected to go far, if not win this tournament. Yeah, I think everybody was just looking for a way of venting their frustration. There was always going to be a scapegoat. It wasn't exactly going to be Mo Salah, was it, or any of the players. So this is not surprising. A lot of the fans were saying disgruntled they were about the coach, saying that his selection was not right, he doesn't understand the Egyptian people, um, he's managed other clubs but he has no idea what he's doing here. We've had a lot of frustration directed at him. Uh, and the most obvious thing for the Egyptian FA to do to signal that they're not happy with this was to axe him. And um, that's taken, what, three or four hours after the final whistle for that to come through. So they've acted swiftly, but that is not where the, the problems lie. Um, ultimately, the players didn't perform. And after making that announcement, the Egyptian FA president, Hani Abu Rida, resigned from his post as well. Now, before the game, South Africa coach Stuart Baxter spoke about causing an Egyptian national disaster. Here's what he had to say afterwards. It's a day at the office. That's basically what it is. I'm not getting too excited. 
you know, it's a day at the office. I, I do my job and that's what it is. Get, try, and, try and make a game plan come to life for the players so that, and inspire them so that they can carry it out. This one was not the most difficult because you're playing in front of that wonderful crowd, you're playing against the host nation and the players believed that the game plan could work and uh, they did it very, very well. I mean, people that say South African players can't be coached and disciplined, well, we showed tonight that they can. So that, that, was, a, that was a masterclass tactically. We also spoke to the man who scored the only goal of the game, the South African Footballer of the Year, Thembinkozi Lorch. It means a lot, it means a lot, especially for, for the supporters. You know. That one was for the supporters, you know, because they are ones, they, they were always supporting me, you know, and even my family at home, you know, and even my, my late brother, he, he passed away, you know, and uh, it, was, it was for him. It always looked like that game was going to be won on the counter-attack. Was that part of the game plan? No, uh, we're not sitting back. We were pressing them high because they were always playing long balls and we were there for second balls. And even the goal, it was exactly from the same. It was a counter-attack, you know, and I think we could have scored more. Everyone is believing that everything is possible, you know, uh, and we must keep that, and keep that going forward. And we also managed to catch a word with talisman and striker Libo Motiba, who was integral for that one goal, helping out with an assist. Here was his immediate reaction to the success of going through and what awaits them in the next round. Everyone is proud, the coach, the staff and, uh, you know, the players. We did a good game today. Um, we listened uh, to coach's instructions and uh, we followed his instructions and uh, we did our best. We gave 100% on the field and... Uh, we're happy with the performance and the results. And Nigeria in the next round, how excited are you about that? No, this um, now we just have to enjoy the moment. We mustn't think about Nigeria yet. We must just enjoy uh, the moment. And um, starting from tomorrow and the next day, we, we have to you know prepare well and also you know think for, uh, about Nigeria. But now we have to enjoy the moment. Yeah. And yes. what, just what did you say before the game? What was the game plan? to make it, it work so well. What did you say before that you had to do to, to outdo no, we Egypt? Worked, we worked the training this, you know, coach is very good, you know, um, he studied them and we worked uh, very hard at training. And uh, as I said, we listened to his instructions and uh, we followed him. And uh, we did a good game. We closed them uh, down very well and we're very happy. So a lot of talk about the game plan from Stuart Baxter and his players. Here's what central midfielder Dean Furman had to say. It was an incredible win for us. Um, a, a victory that not many people gave us any, any hope. Um, but we believed, we believed every, every person in that dressing room believed that we can go and win. And um, I think that was evident in our performance tonight. We didn't sit back and, and allow Egypt to control the game. We knew that when what we were disappointed with in the group stage is that we didn't really show our attacking flair. We didn't really show anyone what we can do going forward and we know how dangerous we can be. And I think um, our front play was excellent tonight. Leber Matiba up there by himself, held every ball up. He fought for every ball um, with, with Lorchi coming off him and, and Percy Tao coming alive. Um, it could have been more than one. So we're just delighted with some of our attacking play because we know we have a great foundation defensively, but we wanted to implement some of our attacking play tonight and, and show everyone what we can do and uh, just delighted to be in the next round. What was the atmosphere like in the change rooms after that game? Yeah, it was a great vibe. Um, I think we deserve a, a nice evening, um, but there's no, no, not too long to celebrate because the next game's three or four days away. 
another very, very tough game. We don't want to get too excited um, tonight and then come crashing down on, on Wednesday or Thursday whenever the next game is. So we're going to enjoy it whilst we can. Um, and uh, I think getting the applause of the Egyptian fans coming off the pitch there was, was very, very special for us. So um, we've got to take a lot of confidence from this game. And then tomorrow we start preparing for another one. So it's, uh, it's exciting. It's a great stage of the tournament to be in and uh, we, we don't want to go home just yet. Was it quite surreal, that final whistle moment, when it was just felt silent apart from a small pocket of Bafana Bafana fans in the corner? Yeah, it was amazing. I think um, some of us have, have experience of playing on the continent um, for, for our clubs. We know that we've, uh, we did it before in the qualification campaign against uh, Libya. The crowd went silent, they clapped us off the pitch, so we have had it before, but not on that scale. That was, that was something special and something we'll always remember. So it will be South Africa versus Nigeria here in Cairo in the quarterfinals. That match coming up on Wednesday. How far do you think this South Africa team can go? Let us know. We'd love to hear your messages uh, via WhatsApp, social media. The number to message is plus four four seven nine five five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine five five two three two. 780. Do get in touch with any comments on the football, on the action here at AFCON 2019. We'd love to hear from you. And before we leave you, let's take a little look forward to tonight's games. Two big ones once again. Madagascar, who are shocking everyone. I think they've probably got the support of the continent right now. They face a DR Congo side who scraped through as one of those best-placed third teams. Now, DR Congo have such talent, the likes of Yannick Balassi, Paul Jose and Poku, but they need to turn up. Madagascar will be riding the wave here. They'll be very confident going into that one. And the other game sees Riyad Mahrez's Algeria face off against Guinea, who of course will be without their captain, Naby Keita, after he returned home to England because of injury. So Tom, how do you think those are going to go tonight? Well, as we've seen over the last few days, it's going to be very hard to predict anything at this tournament. I think DR Congo are dark horses. I think we could see more from them coming off a 4-0 victory over Zimbabwe. I think the momentum may well be with them, although Madagascar having won that group uh, that had Nigeria and Guinea in it. But I'm going to back DR Congo in that one. And then Algeria against Guinea. I think Algeria having won all three group games, scoring six without conceding. Um, I think Algeria will go far in this tournament, so I'll be backing them for my hairdresser, Jamal. And I need to get some video of some of the Algeria fans for him, so hoping they go a bit further. So that's it for today. We'll be back tomorrow with all the reaction from those games. Thanks for listening. I'm Tom Ellis. And I'm Liam Flint. And you've been listening to Egyptian Dream, a Planet Sport Football Africa podcast for passion for sport. Yeah.